Oh shit, the queen got coronavirus. The queen? What queen? The queen. The queen of England. The only queen any American ever talks oh. about. I was thinking of Queen of the Damned. Sorry. Well, she got more than coronavirus a long time ago. <laughs> Aaliyah? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who else is the Queen of the Damned? <laughs> I was trying to think of another queen and I couldn't because everybody's dead. Jesus. <laughs> everybody's, everybody's dead. Freddie Mercury. Aw. They're all dead. Remember that book I got you uh, when you moved to Florida? It says, all my friends are dead. Oh, and it, was a, it was a dinosaur. The dinosaur. I still got it somewhere. I think it's up on the shelf somewhere. Yeah. All my friends are dead. Uh, we haven't done this in a while. Been a minute. Let's try. See what happens. Okay. Lopez Radio, um, episode 373. Wow. And this is the first one since December. First episode of 2022. Oh, I'm honored. Yeah. Last time uh, we had uh, old Zach White on. I forgot Starting you. fires. Yeah. Yeah, he does that. <laughs> Starting fires. I forgot you, tra- you changed your intro music. Yeah, it used to be the uh, Scott Pilgrim, right? Yeah. I think For it's been that time. long since I've been on. Mm, no, you've been on for the new. For the new. Uh, you were on in November. Oh, okay. Karmic Vigilantes. <laughs> I need to re- <laughs> re-listen to that. Was, were we drinking? <laughs> uh, I don't think so, but either way. Uh, that was, yeah, that was back in November. That was 371. Guys, welcome to the show at Lopez Radio for all social media if you want to check that out. Um, and uh, I do a Twitch stream uh, Sundays and Wednesdays mostly. Um, Twitch.tv slash Lopez Radio joining me today is my lovely wife, Krista. Hi. Hi. She's a uh, second half of our parentally unprepared podcast. Yes. Where we just talk about being parents. Yes. <laughs> and it's available on all platforms as well. You can check it out. Um, I wanted to. We got a couple things to talk about while the baby's napping. <laughs> napping. Get him in. Get him in um, while you can. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we got a couple things to talk about. We want to talk about the new. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh. We got uh, ah. <clears throat> the casting crew of Donald Glover's Atlanta was uh, some. They were uh, someone was racist to them what? while they were in London what? shooting. Um, a judge tosses uh, Zimmerman. Remember Zimmerman? Yeah. Shot Trayvon George Zimmerman. Piece of shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He he got a lawsuit thrown out uh, that he brought against against Trayvon's parents. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you, he's a piece of shit right yeah there. absolute piece of shit yeah um you and then uh, murder somebody's son take him and all his potential away from them for the rest of their lives and then sue them yes. what a piece of shit anyway okay we'll and yet to- another attempted cancellation of dave Chappelle um that happened uh last week or the week before um but before we get into that i do want to uh play something for you Uh oh, that's all right yeah i know how much you love this stuff Oh, God. We got first and last names of six witches that are in our church. And you know what's strange? Three of you are in this room right now. Three of you in the room right now. 
here's one thing I hate about Pastor Greg Locke is everything. Um, <laughs> but the smarminess, just like the cutesy, like, oh, I got you. I, every time he does something, whether it's about COVID, whether it's about uh, Trump, whether it's about any of this stuff, like he's always just kind of like, aha, ha, ha, ha. He reminds me of Amanda Bynes, Ross Perot impersonation. Yeah. He kind of <laughs> has that vibe to it. From all that back in the day. But no, no, no. I got four billion dollars. <laughs> he's got, he's got six witches. You better look in my eyeballs. We ain't afraid of you, you stinking witch. You <laughs> devil worshiping Satanist witch. We cast you out in the name of Jesus Christ. We break your spells. We break your curse. We got your first name. We got your last name. We even got an address for one of you. My favorite part of this is... Uh, Do you know how many addresses I could pull up with somebody for their first and last name? If he knows six witches' first and last names, he should know six witches' addresses, damn it. <laughs> oh, God. My favorite, the top comment on this Reddit post is, we got first names, we got last names. Wait, you didn't even get their true name? <laughs> their true witch name? Uh, Jesus, bro, is this your first day hunting witches? <laughs> You so much as cough wrong, and I'll expose you in front of everybody in this tent, you stinking witch. If you're tent. a man of God, are... why wouldn't you just expose a witch? This tent. Yeah, exactly. Why wouldn't you just be like, Why it's are you her. waiting on her to cough? All right. Do something, bruh. Yeah. Yeah, don't be such a pussy about witches, all right? <laughs> if they're so bad, if they're bringing so much Satan into the world, why aren't you just... Oh, did you hear that? Putting them on trial right here in front of all these guitars <laughs> from their rock, their Christian rock... <laughs> People that, that never play, oh, never flashbacks. play interesting music at all. No, not at all. It's always like, it's just never. That's a way better beat than what I used to hear. In, in the it's Jesus terrible. Um, speaking of Satan. They just play Jars of Clay over and over again. I mean, that would have been better. <laughs> or uh, what was it? Jesus D talk? DC, DC talk. talk. Yeah, yeah, DC talk. Uh, speaking of Satan, though, it was, it was. He was asked about this, I believe, uh. and he said Satan gave him the names of the witches. And I just want to know how often does he talk to Satan? Mm. <laughs> how often is he consorting? I have to use my 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 southern super southern voice because yeah. I have to fall back into the mindset of when my life included people like this. It's like you got to keep your enemies closer. Ugh sent to this church to destroy us you were sent to this church to lure us in you were sent to this church to cast spell listen some of you been sick because you befriended that witch two of you in my wife's ladies bible study and you know who you are and we gonna ask you to get out or i'll expose you in front of everybody what's it like to be married to this guy <laughs> <laughs> okay. my wife's bible, bible study we know who you are. I bet it's really easy to be married to that guy because he just tells you everything what what you should and shouldn't do. Yeah, it's like you don't have to think at all. You just it's like jail. They just tell you when to eat, when to sleep, what to wear, when to go to bed. It's like jail or being you know in the military. You're just like everything's got a process, right? And he's the boss, does it? That's you don't it, have to worry about shit. It might actually be pretty easy. Do you want to like try that? I can. Do you want to be that guy, or do I get to be that guy? No, no, <laughs> no, no. me. <laughs> I can't have that. <laughs> actually, Ooh, it might be, let me think about. Actually, this I might be okay with that. I'm a pretty lazy person. I'd <laughs> rather are. just be like, all right, let's let's uh, let's just have right. a regimen. I already tell you when to eat, and I try to tell you when to sleep. So <laughs> you try that. Yeah, that's the only thing you can't you can't hold me down with that one. 
You can't wrangle me. <laughs> you just you gotta get out here and dance, monkey dance a lot. My witchy side can't be tamed. I've gotta have my <laughs> rituals in the basement while you're asleep. <laughs> I just I need my beauty rest, y'all. Oh. We got all six of their names. All six of them. Oh. Two of them had already been confirmed before that thing ever even said it. What thing? First and last night. This chick is new to our church and don't know none of you. So you got a choice. You can leave with your spells all by yourself. Oh, God. Or I'll show up next Sunday. It's, it's, it's such a fake. It's like someone who doesn't know how to act like a Southern preacher acting like a Southern preacher. There's that, yeah. And then the whole just, you know, rule by fear thing is going on, on this con- in this congregation. And borderline, have you noticed that he almost kind of does like, it's almost like he's lifting a, a fake black accent from somebody. You can do what your, your spells. like, And you're like, dude, what are you talking like that for? Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. It feels really trying, weird. It, it feels like it's not really Southern and it's more of a put on. Well, I'm trying to think if, if I knew, you know, rednecks that taught like that back in the day. But um, I think you might be right. I just didn't. I hadn't put it together. I never took anyone who sounded like this when they talked like super serious at all. No, you're kind of like it, it's that it's that I, ha ha ha. I'm smarmy, just like I was talking about earlier. It's it's mm. more of a gotcha. Yeah, the, the gotcha tone is is unnervingly annoying. Let me tell you why I got your ass. Like yeah. kind of like that. You're like, ugh, <laughs> gross. <laughs> why are you saying it like that? It just. <laughs> You're just like, is it a two snaps and around the world? Yeah. Thing? A very smarmy. Yeah. Two snaps up in a circle, living living color, 100% in living color. With a stage full of brooms. And I'll give you one and I'll fly your tail up out of this place in the name of Jesus. But we ain't playing your spell casting witchcraft nonsense. Speaking of two snaps and around the world and living color style. Wonder if he identifies with those two characters in another way. <laughs> it feels very familiar. Yeah, yeah. Sage burning games. Sage Everybody burning okay? games. Don't you burn sage to get evil spirits out? Yeah, you're supposed to. It's supposed to cleanse your house of evil spirits. Your sage burning games. It's like how many movies did he watch? And he's like, None. I got it. He's just he's sitting there. This is not a well cultured man, sweetie. I don't think he's watched a lot of movies. He's sitting there watching like some sort of kids Halloween movie. Like, no, they don't watch Halloween movies. Halloween's true. the devil's holiday. I just want, I'm trying to think of his aha moments. Like, he's like, I got the sermon for tomorrow. <laughs> We're going to have witches. <laughs> he probably saw like a Harry Potter commercial or something like that. Yeah. Six of them. The 20th the anniversary Harry Potter like, thing. Nope. And your little dog, too. You're out, witch. Maybe he Your was joke. watching Wizard of Oz. Your joke is fucking terrible. It's awful. <laughs> and your little dog, too. He thought he was, he was, and your little dog, too, thinking he was being funny. Yeah. So he's like, a witch in this scenario. I guess so. Yeah, okay. I guess so. Uh, Pastor Greg Locke, what a piece of shit. Be sure to send whatever bad vibes that man's way. Pastor Greg Locke is the person that you saw during the pandemic that your crazy wannabe Christian racist family were retweeting some of his videos oh, really? about about Corona. <laughs> I'm sure I sent you something that made me wildly angry from him, but I don't remember. Let's see. Uh, there was uh, one I saw. Greg Locke. Uh, why are you tweeting? Or, or not tweeting, but um, searching him. Don't give him any more internet hits. Tennessee pastor banned from Twitter. 
There's something positive the in there. Controversial Tennessee pastor, Greg Locke, who has repeatedly accused, uh, who's been accused of spreading misinformation about COVID-19, was banned from Twitter on Tuesday. What, what? He thinks COVID's caused by witches. He just said that some of y'all are sick because you befriended a witch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, after the permanent suspension, Locke, who pastors Global Vision Bible Church, that's his, that's his church's name, mm, Global hor- Vision horrible name for a church. Bible Church in Mount Juliet, posted a video on Facebook saying he's being censored for dropping gospel bombs. <laughs> I've been, I can hear him saying it too. I've been I have, dropping bombs. I've been censored, y'all, for dropping gospel bombs, Okay. You do. And these are nuclear gospel bombs, and they are censoring me. Okay, so your spot-on impersonation of him also reminds me of your spot-on Karen impersonation. <laughs> <laughs> Can I speak to a manager? You will let me speak to a manager, or I will go get my husband. I will drop a gospel <laughs> bomb on you. I'm going to drop a gospel bomb on you, and you're not going to like it. You're not gonna like. I'm gonna tell my Facebook group. I wish I could quote scripture right now. I swear. I used. I used to have plenty of them memorized, but I've made room for like my child, my my child's memories and stuff. Not memories of my child instead. Anyway, I lost. I lost my train there. Yeah, it's fine. It's but it just... would have made that impression good if I could have come up with a dish, damn applicable scripture. <laughs> <laughs> Locks Church has been held in has been holding in person services, including in a tent, since 2020 amid the pandemic. He has been vocal in opposition of COVID-19 protocols, even declaring his church a mask-free area. So don't go there. Yeah. Got it. I, if I wasn't clear on that to begin with. Jeez. It's just... Um, oh, yeah. This is, uh, so this is the last thing. In the video, Locke claimed that one hour after being banned, his church's attorney filed a, filed a lawsuit against the social media giant uh, he calls censorship Nazis. Okay. Everybody's a Nazi. Everybody's cool. a fucking Nazi. Remember when, when uh, uh, Snowflake liberals got in trouble because they kept calling everybody Nazis because they were actually like sporting swastikas and, you know, banded together under Nazi flags and uh-huh. symbols. But yeah, now everybody's a Nazi. <laughs> yeah. Now it's now it's easy to be a Nazi. Really, like the application process is just all you got to do is be like, hey. All you got to do is be a piece of shit. <laughs> no, all you really got to do is just disagree with someone. Oh, okay, right, I see what you're saying. You're a Nazi. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. The fact that, you know, <sighs> never mind. No, don't <laughs> go that. Don't go down that route. <laughs> Screw that. No. But uh, I wanted to open up with that. Big thanks to our buddy Banshee uh, from Banshee Radio uh, pointing that in my direction. You actually, so he sent it to me initially to uh, to show to Sheets. Yes. Because um, me and Sheets were supposed to record a podcast. He was like, spring this on Sheets when you guys podcast. Um, but we ended up not doing that. Um, and then I walked in. We were going to watch a movie the other night, and I heard it coming from your phone. I was like, oh, you saw that? Mm-hmm. I was like, let's talk about it next time we record. <laughs> well, and you had sent it to me earlier in the day, I think. No, you found it on your own. I, I had kept okay. it because I was going to try to spring it on you. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But it's fine. And I was like, I was like, man, see, anytime I run across anything that is – crazy southern preacher i'm just like immediately i think of my wife i'm like oh yeah she's gonna love this <laughs> she's, she's gonna she's gonna either lose her mind or just have something really really funny and poignant to say oh, which I, losing your mind is pretty funny and poignant usually thank it's usually you. one in the same thank you <laughs> um let just, me tell you why this guy's a fucking shithead she like goes into that southern <laughs> that southern fucking rage 
Uh, I just, I mean, I, I just see the the strategy he's pulled to keep as many people in fear and giving him money uh, in his mega church as possible because if he pits them against each other, they can only turn to him for guidance. Like yeah. it's a pretty fucking basic bullshit ploy. You would hope a lot of people would see through, but they don't, unfortunately. Who's the new Batman? What was his name? Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. I kind of wish, you know, he's this. Remember that that movie, oh, Devil yeah. All the Time? Yeah, it was a great movie. Yeah, I kind of wish this guy would have <laughs> a Devil All the Time moment. I mean. Where Spider-Man comes in and kills his ass. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> oh, that'd Tom be Holland. Great. Just yeah. saying. Um, um, yeah, the, oh, Batman, Spider-Man did kill Batman. Yeah, Damn. Spider-Man killed Batman in Devil All the Time. Spoiler alert. <laughs> if you hadn't seen that movie. Spoiler yet. alert. It's a good movie. It's really, like, that. that's very minor in the fact of the actual emotional buildup of that movie. We should probably still put a, a maybe a little spoiler tag in there. Yeah, yeah spoiler. Um, I don't have my. Just write it in the show notes. Yeah. Like, yeah, spoiler, like, because everybody reads show notes on podcasts. <laughs> I've done it many times. Oh, uh-huh, sure. Um, uh, spoiler at uh, 17-ish, I guess. Yeah. Um, Dude, that guy is just such a piece of shit. I mean, he's just a con artist, you know? Like, he's found his con, and plenty of people are falling for it. Well, you've talked about, like, how that would be the biggest moneymaker you could do in Oh, the yeah. South. I mean, you would have to I mean, sell I say in the your South. soul. I say in the South, but anywhere, really. Anywhere. Like, any, anywhere there's gullible Indiana, people. Indiana, Oklahoma, Idaho, <laughs> Utah. It's no, yeah. It's no, Utah. <laughs> exactly. It's no different than starting a, starting a fucking cult. It's no, no different. I mean, it, Zero. Is, it is absolutely a cult. It is 100% a cult. No, they take your money. They're probably having sex with somebody they shouldn't. Like they tell you they're the only way to salvation, or they're the only like yeah. moral spiritual guide that you can really turn to Your in a penis time. Is the is the one like, that's, <laughs> like, to join? I have to sleep with your wife. I have they to make sure you're worthy. Isolate you with people from people with different ideologies. <laughs> now, it's, honey, when you go in there to have sex with 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 Greg, you need to please, please be very animated, be very into it, because I need to be in this cult. Oh, oh I, think I was like trying to follow for a minute. I'm like, what? Um, yeah, no, I've told you many times. I'm like, why don't we just start, you know, a cult? Yeah. <laughs> and we'll be billionaires. It'll be fine. Mm. Uh, we'll just, you know, immediately give your soul to the dark side. Like you become a Sith Lord automatically. <laughs> I don't want it. I can't do it. I, like, it's the same reason why I never. I never got into like when I was in retail. I never got into the sales side of things. I just don't like bullshitting people. It's it just feels gross. Yeah. Like, I, I, anytime I Honestly, had to sell to someone, I was always just like, "Here's what you need. Like this is the thing you need." Yeah. Like, I mean, like, that's well, sales in one way. You could have upsold it. Like, but they they yeah. want you to be like, "But you could do more with this and blah blah blah." It's like, no, you're you ask me a question. That's what you need. That's the thing. You are a great salesman in 1965. You think so? Yes. Before before all the uh, all corporate the, greed took over, all yeah. the plans and the swindles yeah. and the warranties, no, I mean, extended warranties, yeah. all that stuff. That stuff, yeah. Before corporate greed took over, you were the good, honest, like TV salesman. Make sure to attach some accessories to that. Mm-mm. Now, I um, will say, you know, you can atta- you can say like, all right, you, you're going to need one of these cables. Like, get yeah. the cheap one though. Like, yeah. <laughs> don't worry about the expensive one. All right, go ahead. Oh no, just I don't even know where I was going with that. We we're talking about salespeople, but yeah. 1965 salesman. Yeah. I mean, I think there's still good salesmen out there, but it's, it is a different market for like what your overlords want. Mm. <laughs> and yeah, 
Okay. Well, it's very different because we've talked about it several times here, like the the perpetual growth that that a corporation wants, and you're just kind of like, it's just not realistic, man. It's not realistic at all. Um, and there's a, there's a, a sprinkling where you know you and I have both been in situations where we've got people that we work with that they're just like all of a sudden they just want to put on for their corporate overlords and yeah. just be like, hey, look what I'm doing, and then like you're just like, no, man, you're not. You're not doing that. Like it's just let it go. Yeah. <laughs> be a person. Uh, Stop trying to be a non-person. Okay, I can't talk about corporate anymore. Let's talk about <laughs> this asshole preacher. Um, yeah, he's he's a piece of shit. And, um, <laughs> Straight to the point. I hope he burns in hell right. <laughs> for taking little old ladies' pension funds and promising them eternal salvation. Uh, that is all to say. I know they're good preachers out there, and I know they're good churches to belong to. That man is not a good preacher, and. I feel sorry for his congregation. I hope that they see through him eventually. I want to know Greg Locke's car. Does it, can, do we have a... His car? Yeah. Oh. Well, what does he drive? You think he drives something nice? Yeah. Either, um, probably, I'm going to say, he's not He's not the type to be classy enough to get a Mercedes. I'm going to give him, it's, it's going to be a, a small dick car. It's got to be. <sighs> I don't know. I just see pictures of him standing on the back of a, a trailer bed, preaching to people in a in a parking lot. And then there's this picture of someone on a cross in front of his church. As a real person. Yeah. A real person fake crucified themselves in front of his church in a loincloth, y'all. Yeah. Global Global Vision Bible Church. These people are ridiculous. They're like caricatures of real people. Uh, let's see coronavirus what is it like to live a day in a life of someone that thinks that is okay coronavirus defiant pastor held huge easter service while his son reenacted the crucifixion outside the church oh my god that explains a lot <laughs> that explains a lot okay what the fuck man <sighs> just are you really reenacting it though you really need to be hanging there not really standing on a platform shit <laughs> God, our dog just farted. I think Ty just oh, ripped one. Yeah, it did. <laughs> it's bad. It's oh. bad. Oh my God, Ty! What did you? Oh, you had that treat. Oh, <sighs> dude, dude. Just laying there. St- <laughs> it's so bad. Uh, anyway, Ty, He's fully relaxed. Look at him. He's like, like what, man? <laughs> oh my God. Mm, All right, let's move on to stuff. This, yeah, let's this move on. baby's heart rate went up 10 beats a minute. Oh, I think she's waking I think, up. I think the smell's coming through the floor. <laughs> and she's just like, whoa, what's that? All right, uh, you, choo- you choose your adventure. Do you want to talk Texas Chainsaw Massacre while it's fresh in our minds? Or you want to go with Donald Glover, George Zimmerman, or Dave Chappelle? Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> All right. So this weekend, let's see, February 18th, 2022, Netflix released a brand new Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, and I was very excited when I heard about it because the trailer looked creepy. Um, Leatherface looked creepy. Really did. We started watching it. Um, and what was your observation of the characters that we met in Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Within five minutes, maybe 10, I realized there was not a single likable character in the entire movie. Okay. Yeah. 
You made, you made a great point. Uh, and Leatherface is the most sympathetic son of a bitch in this whole movie. <laughs> I, I will say this. Spoiler alert. There's nothing to spoil. It's yeah. just a terrible horror movie if you want to watch it. Yeah. Um, but you were like, you're like, there's not one likable character in this movie. And I was like, I can think of one. You're like, <laughs> you're like Leatherface. I was like, yep, because he's going to kill all these annoying ass people. It's going to be amazing. Uh, you are right though. Um, the trailers looks amazing. The cinematography is really good. There's some really cool shots. You were like, you're like, I could frame that. Look at I, that. Oh, there is one shot where Leatherface pops up out of the middle of a like dead sunflower field. He just his head just pops above the sunflowers. Oh my god, it's such a cool shot. And then there's another shot with a like a I will say a, it's a corpse shot. That's all I'm gonna say. And it is so terrifyingly creepy and an amazing yeah. shot at the same time. Yeah, like, like it goes to show you that they could have really gone. I mean, like you know who would I would and love it's a quick this? movie. I think it was only like a, an hour fifteen or God, something. It felt like that. long. <laughs> <laughs> Every um, minute of it felt like a year. Um, you know what? I want to see like a good comedy writer write a horror film, like, but not even necessarily a horror comedy film, like just do it seriously. I mean, Jordan Peele. Yeah, that's yeah, Jordan Peele. Yeah, the jo Jordan Peele does amazing horror films, and I, I wasn't even thinking about that. But uh, you know who popped in my head for Chainsaw Massacre? Mm. James Gunn. I think James Gunn would make an excellent Texas Chainsaw Massacre. He did an awesome job with Peacemaker, which we just wrapped up yeah, this week. Yeah, and I think that's why it's fresh in my brain. But like, yeah, I mean, there's plenty of gore in Peacemaker, so I know he can make it work. But yeah, it's just the the storyline was fine. Like the story premise was fine. Just the dialogue was god awful i wonder if they made like you kind of made the point like maybe well, the writer say, the storyline was fine there is one thing that happens at the end where i'm like well that's 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 a crutch that's a bullshit crutch but right we've right. done this before in a michael myers movie a time or two sure but it, it was fine to watch like yeah yeah I, it did have that vibe of someone wrote this that doesn't like zoomer millennials oh, yeah. like very much that it kind of has that kind of, uh, she's fine. Okay. Um, Zoomer, Millennials. Um, there you go. I'm going to turn that so you can see the monitor if, if you need it at a glance. Um, hey. I'm listening she, to you. I turned it to you. Thank um, you. But yeah, it had that kind of vibe to it. What was that movie called where they were hunting people? Uh, oh. Open Season, I think? No, no. that was a, That's the animated movie where people hunted liberals. Hunt people. <laughs> the hunt. The hunt. <laughs> the hunt with Emma Roberts. Yeah, it came up immediately. <laughs> yeah, the hunt with Emma Roberts. Um, it kind of had that vibe to it, just kind of like a more more uh, like a revenge murder porn kind of situation. Yeah, it wasn't as pointed with it. it's like we hate the modern generation, um, like dialogue as as the hunt was, but it was definitely like you're gonna get canceled, Leatherface. Don't yeah. you don't you swing that do saw at me? Do something, bro. <laughs> Which we'll is in cancel the, you, and they're they're all like filming them with yeah. their their smartphones. Yeah, and that's in the preview, so that's not a spoiler of anything. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, there's a lot of that kind of stuff. They uh, <laughs> okay. I have to spoil one thing because it is my main observation of the movie. Okay. Uh, there in the very beginning, the thing that brings our protagonists into Leatherface's house is they've um they've taken over a dead ghost town in texas and they want to bring it back with a bunch of hipsters and they've bought it all up with the bank or something like that yeah and they go walking into the building 
that their one black friend sees is a Confederate flag flying on the front. Yeah, it's an orphanage. Yeah, an orphanage. It's the Stars and Bars tattered flag flying on the front, and he wants to get it down before their investors show up. And I told you, it was like this whole movie boils down to if that one black guy just hadn't been so offended by a flag, they all would have made it. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, it's such such a... (laughs) Such a, I don't know, dig at, uh, what is it, snowflake cancel culture right yeah, there. Yeah, social justice warriors. And and Leatherface's mom, or the orphanage lady, I don't know if she's his biological mom or what. Like, she was only keeping that flag because of heritage, not hate. Right. Because it reminded her of his her granddaddy. Great granddaddy. <laughs> Great yeah. granddaddy. My great granddaddy. Um yeah, flying it, on the front of her building. It was really, uh, and it was really kind of a little bit of a nod to gentrification of. Oh, of yeah. But I mean, that to me, when you're buying up a ghost town to like bring new people in to like live there, that's not true gentrification to me. They called them gentrifiers at the very yeah. beginning of the movie, and I'm like, but they're not really. They're displ- They were trying to displace the lady and the one and, family and the, and the and Leatherface, right? Yeah, they were trying to do that. But like when I think gentrification, I think all right, we're going to a very poor section of town. We're convincing everyone to leave that section of town, yeah. and we're going to make that section of town really nice, displacing all these people. Well, it's I think of it as um, you get people that like as i don't know i don't know if it's slow or fast process technically but as homes become available they get bought up and then improved beyond the price point that the locals can afford right um which is everywhere right now yeah yeah mostly um you know there's like so it turns out that the people who've bought up the town they they legitimately did every single building except for Leatherface's house and his mom had the deed and they couldn't kick her out but that's what they were trying to do. So once again we find out our protagonists are all very very unlikable characters. Um Leatherface is the only likable character and I just don't I don't think that was necessary. Right. <laughs> I'm like um I mean Leatherface murders people like he didn't have to be like Right. <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't need, you don't need to give him a reason. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Just show up. Even if even if it's they don't legitimately have the place he, he doesn't like, understand. Are you saying because these, he is a killer. Yeah. <laughs> are you saying all these people deserve to die? Like I think that's what you're telling me. I think what you're telling me is don't try to gentrify a ghost town in Texas. Yeah, just let it die. That's fine. Just let it die <laughs> and go to the wind. Yeah. Um our generation doesn't deserve a shot at improvement improvement and uh yeah. self made like times at all no no those are the wrong bootstraps <laughs> yeah, you can't you need other bootstraps please um i will say really cool shots in the movie oh, God, uh they so were really cool. good uh good horror sequences i would say too. yeah unique unique scares unique um situations and some that felt very familiar but just executed really well so i would say the actual horror sequence and the actual um i think again i think again he farted I think again. again he farted um, again and the actual killing and stuff like that, very cool, very fun. Um, but the story and the people were just so unlikable. Oh. Like I was just kind of like, oh, please. The banker was one of the most likable people too. I think about that now. Yeah, I, and 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 I want. How like, can like she was like? How can a banker be likable? I'm just playing. I like bankers. <laughs> thank you for my loans. <laughs> thank, you for the, thank you for my house. <laughs> thank you for my stuff. Um, but like it's, yeah, it was one of those. You just didn't like the people. At all. No, I mean, and, uh, there's the obvious like plot holes where you're like, well, that wouldn't have happened that way. 
yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. you wouldn't have survived that. Like, why is that person still alive helping out? Like <laughs> that kind of stuff. Right. And yeah. But it, I mean, that's a campy horror film. And it does have, you even touched on it a little bit, it has a hints of those, like the last two Michael Myers, like Halloween movies, yeah. where it's like, oh, the person that because they, they they show you this at the very beginning of the yeah. movie but the the person the the one person that got away from leatherface is still looking for him yeah. became a became a texas ranger and is still looking for him yeah. for 30 or 40 years and you're like oh god uh, yeah and then she shows up at some point and you're like oh okay they're basically just doing the whole you know jamie lee jamie lee Curtis, square off yeah yeah, yeah. laurie strode versus michael myers hey and, i like i like it whatever sure just do it better. <laughs> Speaking of, the last Halloween movie was terrible. Oh, it's got awful. It was <laughs> even worse than this Leatherface movie, yeah. for sure. I, if you had to rank them, my top two, it's going to be Texas Chainsaw Massacre first, and then just don't watch the, the last Halloween. Don't do it. <laughs> uh, uh, we, Michael Michael C. Hall tried to save it. No, it's not Michael C. Hall. Uh, Anthony Michael Hall. Anthony sorry. Michael Hall. I Dexter think, was not in that movie. <laughs> I think uh, Anthony Michael Hall might have been one of the problems with that movie. <laughs> Very much so. Um and we haven't even talked about Malignant. Oh, malignant. I don't even... Do we need to talk about <laughs> it? Oh, God. <laughs> that definitely goes down as... But there were people that actually liked it. There were there was like actually love for that movie, and I don't <sighs> get it. It was so terrible. There was another movie like that. Um, Was it uh, Drag Me to Hell? I hated Drag Me to Hell when I first saw it. I might need to rewatch it. I don't think I ever it. saw Drag Me to Hell. It's really... I thought it was really bad, but I also saw it like when it came out so i had a different mindset on what i liked in movies and what qualified as a good movie for me i might need to approach it a different way but what would you say is the last good recent scary movie oh that's hard because i I don't have a good memory at all uh hereditary was really terrifying yeah midsommar of course midsommar yeah Yeah. that's what the other one was gonna say those are great um that one we saw that was about the kids and the stepmom snowed in. Oh, yeah. Was that The Lodge? Yes. Yes, The Lodge. Was it The Lodge? I think. Yeah, Alicia Silverstone was the mom, right? Like, yeah, that died? Stepmom. Um, that one was really good. Yeah, that was that was very much a... It was kind of almost a nod to The Shining. Like, yeah. It was very Shining-esque. It was awesome. I, I really liked it. It was awesome in a terrifying, creepy way. Um. Yeah, I mean, I'd say those three were probably the best, which I don't think that's a shocker to anybody who's paid attention to horror recently. Yeah. I'm trying to think of any, like, good um, actual scary movies, because I'm thinking of a lot of thrillers, like um, Hush. Like, Hush comes to mind. Hush is a little bit of a horror movie to me. It's it's real scary. Yeah, yeah. Um, Hush is a good one if you haven't seen it. Yeah. Um, It's basic, basic premises uh deaf woman lives by herself and someone's trying to break in and kill her and so her. so you're just in that mindset of her where she can't hear anything mm-hmm. uh it's kind of cool it's really it's terrifying um yeah I'm we saw that one um, oh uh ready or not i really enjoyed ready or not was a fun one that, and it's campy it's, it's very campy yeah, yeah. Um, but i i i love horror comedy i love it there was the one Tucker and Dale is in my top five for sure. Yeah, we we were talking about how like if they had done Texas Chainsaw Massacre in the style of Tucker and Dale versus <laughs> Evil, it would probably be amazing. Um, God, can you imagine if somebody could get the rights for like that and Jason? Although I feel like people would lose their minds. Like they're like, no, this is not what it's supposed to be. Oh yeah, that's the thing is, is when you have some established like 
lore and and canon with it, ugh, you're just going to make people mad. There was the one, the only other one I can think of at the moment off the top of my head without thinking uh, for a while and looking things up is, um, what was it called? It was the one where they they rented the Airbnb and the guy they rented from had set up all the cameras. <gasps> oh, God. Oh, that was a good one. Um, um, and uh, I believe it was one of the... Um, it was one of the, it was not Ryan Philippi. It was, um, why can't I think of his friggin' name right now? He was in, uh, he was in Pineapple Express. Oh, it's called The Rental. The Rental, that's it. <laughs> Original horror movie names here. Right, right. Uh, James, Fra- James Franco's brother's in it and all that stuff. Yes, yeah. yes. So. Um, yeah. Story it's, from Dave Franco. Dave Franco. His director directorial debut. Yeah, he acted and directed it, and I think okay. he wrote it, right? Yeah that that was that was a really cool movie. I liked it too. Yeah, that was fun. I mean, there's there's clever ways of doing it, it and it was kind of cool that they were kind of addressing the. It was a good way of addressing. Oh, we just rent Airbnb. You just go stay at someone's house. Yeah, you have no idea who you're staying at their house. Yeah, we stayed at. It makes Airbnb very creepy. Airbnb is inherently creepy. Like that's the thing though. Yeah. We've done it many a times. And it, I always have to just like shut my brain off to what we're doing. Like hotels are creepy, but just there's something about the community that you have in a hotel. You're there with other strangers who are also trusting this and you can like you're all in the same boat together a little bit. Well, and usually it's a corporation that doesn't yeah. want to that wants to continue making they want money. Return right? business like right. you're not. Yeah, it's who. Yeah. Airbnbs are creepy. And I won't say that that movie, The Rental, is perfect. Um there are a couple of things where I'm just like, oh, that could have been done a little better. But it was, it it gives you a lot to think about in a horror movie. It gives you that like uneasiness yeah. of a good horror movie to me. So how does having a child now <sighs> change how you feel about Airbnbs? Um, It just enhances how I already felt. Really? <laughs> yes. So it's one of those things where it's like, nah, not gonna. I mean, we took her to one. We took her to one in North Carolina. Um, no, that was a vacation rental, uh, VRBO, which is different. I mean, it's different, but not different. How's that different? Those are usually like bigger vacation homes, I guess. Like, whereas Airbnb, would you, would, okay, here's a question. Would you go with her and stay in the place we stayed in, in Vancouver? Hell no. (laughs) Hell no. Remember that Airbnb? I mean, it was fine for the two of us, but no, it it wasn't even that fine for the two of us. It really wasn't. No. Oh my God. That was, have you shut that out of your brain? Did you forget about that? I did. I thought you were going to say the one we stayed in in Charleston, which was just a very quirky, quirky house. Is it me or like looking at that place from what you remember from it? Doesn't it seem like something that you would see like old photos in a true crime documentary at the outside of that place? Yes. Absolutely. It's I just, definitely thought we were going to get murdered there. <laughs> it was one of those, like, the, it was a building. That and the was, people that rented to us were nice enough. It was clean-ish. Clean-ish. Yeah, it was clean for a, basically a, a single male obviously lived yeah, there. That was the thing. is It was a place where someone lives. Like, yeah. I hate those. I hate them. Like, I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. Usually when you get an Airbnb, they are usually somewhere where someone rents, but like, Sometimes people are a little more lived in a place than yeah. in other places, right? Yeah. There's like pictures of him and his friends up. There's pic- you know his personal stuffs hanging on the wall, like like we stayed in one in um, Charleston, in North Carolina, the the one I'm talking about that we took the baby to, and there was a picture of like the owners on the mantle above the fireplace. 
and that was it. But it was also clearly a place that no one lived full time. Yeah, yeah. They they were like, hey, thanks for, rent, for yeah. renting from us, kind of yeah. like, this is who you're renting from. Have a good time. Like, yeah, I think we figured out the owner of this place in the North Carolina mountains, like, is from Germany, lives in Germany. Yeah, he had a comes, lot of German beer stuff around and right. apparently was a hunter. Yeah, and comes and, and just comes to the States, like, for the summer. Yeah. Or for the winter, probably, to get away from. Whereas, the like, the place we stayed at in Charleston was actually, like, a famous drummer's house. Right. Um, <laughs> a fairly famous drummer's house. And we found that out because of all the personal stuff around, and we didn't even go into that. locked rooms or anything like that. Like, that to me was weird. Was weird, just because it was clearly a family lived there. Yeah, there were there were kids paintings on the fridge. Yeah. There were it was it was kind of like man, I don't feel wrong. I couldn't imagine just letting a stranger come and stay at our house it and felt, we just leave the house. It felt um, forced, like forced voyeurism. <laughs> yeah. Like I was like I don't I don't want to know about your life like I didn't look for this and we're here now and it's I sleep in it for a while. Well, an Airbnb can be weird on that respect, right? So you live in like a murder dungeon, right? Yeah. Like where it just seems like this is just too weird. It was it, the the one in Vancouver did what it needed to do for us, but we were ready to get the hell out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, the the one that me and my friends stayed at in Boston. No, we stayed in a hotel in Boston. Uh, the last time I went out to California for a convention, um, that one was an actual condo building, but they weren't, we figured out after we got there, they weren't supposed to be renting it out as an Airbnb. I've stayed in a couple of those, yeah. They're like, don't tell the neighbors what you're here for. <laughs> well, don't tell the neighbor, but not even so much that, like to where when we got there, we had to let them know and they had to tell us where to go to find a lockbox to get the key. I think that was like way in Vancouver too. No, that one, that one, he, he left the key somewhere for us. But this is literally blocks away. Oh, I remember. We had to go, and there was a lockbox locked to a fence, on it locked to a random fence, and I got the key, and then we could go in, and 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 it was it was clearly a a condo that had been set up really quick. All the furniture was brand new. Yeah. Everything there was brand new, but it was just still so weird um, that you had to just go like they're like, okay, you're gonna go down this street. And then go half a block this way and then look on the fence and there should be a lockbox. And here's the code to open the lockbox. I'm kind of like, how many people, how many people have done this? Like, yeah. it was so weird. That's really weird. Just some way to circumvent, because I guess it was against the building rules to rent it out as a Airbnb and all this stuff. Yeah. But anyway, how did we get there? I don't know. Oh, we were talking about the uh, the rental. Oh, yeah. Horror movies. The rental. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, um, it's on Netflix, so I, I would suggest watching it. Yeah, like, I mean, it's If you're worth... into horror movies, I mean, it's not that long. If you long. don't have anything better to do, do it. It's free. Well, yeah. it's sort of free. It was a, it was a good time, and it, it really just, just be ready to be not happy with the characters. There's some gore, too. Oh, yeah, Ooh. there's a lot of there gore. There were a couple of scenes where I was just like, ah, I gotta turn away. It's a very slasher film. It did make yeah. me want to watch the, uh. It did make me want to watch the one that was the Jessica Beale Texas Chainsaw Massacre yeah. that came out in 2005-ish. Yeah, that sounds about four. 2004, 2005. Maybe it was 2002 or three. Because I was real new to college. Let's see. Uh, 2006. The Well, that's the beginning. 2003. Okay. 2003. Yeah, 2003. I've got that one on DVD. Maybe we do that for a check out my rack. 
episode. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Such we've a got, good we've thing. got so many movies lined up for check out my rack um, that we just need to sit down and do. Yeah. I've got them all. I've got a few of them stacked up next to the DVD player upstairs. Yeah. So we should check them out. We should check out my rack. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh, moving on. Um, let's see. You were asking about Donald Glover earlier. Um, Donald Glover and Atlanta team were racially harassed during London shoot, as the crew reveals. Um, yeah, it's. I was reading this the other day. And I was like, this is really interesting because you just don't. I don't know. Like, it seems like when things racially happen they just kind of come out of nowhere. Like you don't expect it yeah. usually. Whereas like maybe sometimes you walk into, you're in South Georgia and you walk into a parts store or and like you, a bar. You're like, like, oh, I'm ready to be racially, you know. You're just like, okay, just I'm listening for the record scratch here. Yeah. Right. I'm, um, I'm, wait, I'm waiting for the whole room to turn and look at me and be like, what are you doing here, boy? I mean, that doesn't super surprise me in the UK. Mm -hmm. Where was it? Does it say? Uh, let's see here. Uh, Atlanta... Co-writers Stephanie Robinson and Stephen Glover alleged that the writing team were targets of racism while filming the upcoming season three in London. In uh, London, okay. It was the first night there. Glover's uh, Glover, who serves as screenwriter alongside his brother, series creator Donald Glover, said during the Television Critics Association Winter Press Tour, um, "This group, this group of people, walks up, and maybe one of them kind of notices Donald or recognizes him, and she stops. They start asking if they know anywhere around." around here to get something to drink. I think they were talking to them for like a second. It's this girl and two other, two or three other guys. Um, let's see. Glover continued that the man accompanying the woman accused the Atlanta team of being able to break into a closed bar because, quote, you guys all carry hammers, slang for guns. Um, Maybe. Okay. There is the cynic in me that's like, is, they know they're American. <laughs> is it really racism or just they hate Americans and it, think we all have guns? <laughs> it could be. Sorry, I haven't read this article. No, I'm just joking more. It's fine. Uh, mind you, all of the writers on Atlanta are black. So he's making a reference that we all have hammers and we can just break into the place, which is kind of ignored, Glover said. Um, Co-writer Robinson says... It was so insulting, but not insulting at the same time because it took us five minutes to fully understand. Yeah, he got to the point of like, uh, of like, if the insinuation was lost on us, he got specific and was like, "You guys are black. Oh. You've gone to jail and do things like that." Oh my God! Okay, he kept doubling down <laughs> on it. <laughs> Glover added, "She's talking to us," and then after a minute, the guy just runs back down the street and grabs her, throws her over his shoulder, and he and he's like. Run, they're going to rape you. Like, rape you. Oh, my God. The girl's literally like, I'm sorry, and she's being taken away, as she's being taken away. So it was pretty bad. She needs a new friend. We were just standing there like, what just happened? Yeah, I would be too. That's insane. That's insane. Like, that person's unstable. I just It just seems to me like, hey, it is racist as fuck, but at the same time, they were trying to be funny about it. Yeah, but I mean, not in any way succeeding like that's a person that doesn't know what funny is obviously yeah we know not that like i not that i know exactly what funny is but i know that ain't it um it's so odd man yeah like i was saying i'm not terribly surprised about like their existing racism in the uk but it's just because soccer games <laughs> like sure the stuff that goes on and the crowds there is turn your hair white um 
But, but it feel it felt like you like, heard me though in the beginning. I'm like, oh well. I mean, maybe maybe he just hates Americans, and they know if Donald Glover's there, it's probably a big group of Americans. <laughs> like, well, you guys are black. You've been to jail. <laughs> it's like, well, okay, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, yeah, and and it always seems in cases like this too, where you're kind of like, and I've been in a situation in, in situations where I'm just kind of like, dude, that's just. Not on like the racist part doesn't bother me as much as your shitty joke telling. <laughs> like, could you come up with something at least clever to be racist? You know, is it funny that like don't you find it funny that every um, racist just as is really dumb somehow? <laughs> I, I just they don't have the intelligence level to construct a good joke. I know, like, because <laughs> I'm literally dying for the day that someone's racist to me and funny, and I can be like. God damn, that's funny, dude. Like, I'm giving you that one. I'm giving you that one. I'm going to take my rice and beans and get out of here, dude. That's why you married me, though. Yeah, dude. Uh, that's why. And, like, look, I can't, like, you just nailed it, man. Uh, Bravo. Just, I want someone to do so well at being racist to me that I applaud them. I, you missed my joke. You married me. I know. <laughs> um, hey, that, that's insane. I can't even. Oof. Good yeah. lord. It's just like every it seems like Well, it's people like we were talking about that stupid pastor too. Like people like this guy who picked up his friend and ran away with her screaming they're going to rape you. Right. <laughs> and like that pastor, I just like I was saying, can you imagine a day in that brain? Like oh. and, and I I wonder sometimes as a society how we let these just insane people not only function but thrive <laughs> like it's really unnerving we have a daughter in this world well and I, and, I'm, <laughs> and it's something i think about too where i'm just like well i you, we have to be prepared to let our daughter know it doesn't there's not a high threshold to sur to survive and exist in society there really isn't like there's not a high threshold like even, I'm not going to tell her she can just she can just wing it. <laughs> I, I think just it, probably more so in in reference to when she meets and interacts with shitty people. Yeah, fair you enough. know, and just be like, look, sadly, there's just going to be people like this. It took me a long and time can, to realize they, they too they too can prosper in this society. Yeah, it took me a long time to realize karma is not as black and white as I think it should be. <laughs> no, no, but, but yeah, so it's. I, I don't know. I think that two part of it is I don't even remember. I don't even know when they actually filmed this. I think they filmed three and four together and neither has been released yet, but they filmed it um, sometime in 2021, I think. Um, so part of it could just be the fact that People don't know how to act around people anymore. Well, most of everybody that was out and about during 2020 and 2021 <laughs> were the people that didn't give a damn about any respect for other people's health and safety. That's true. That's and, true. I, and that's saying... But remember... Th that's not to say that there weren't people out that did care because we had to be out and about a little bit, but overwhelmingly people in service industry positions that we know and have been reported on in the me like in the media, listen to me. The media the landscape. Media, um. But like people have been reporting who work in server and like, you know, positions that cater to people that forward face have been like our customers have become the worst over well, the last two years. Yeah. It's, the worst people ever. Because and it's as simple as also looking at when they started opening sports, sports uh, arenas again, 
and you just saw tons of people fighting in the stands. Yeah. Not that that didn't happen before, but you saw much more of it. And airplanes. It's only the only people getting into like it, getting into these large crowds are the people looking for confrontation at this point. Because everybody who doesn't want confrontation or to you know unnecessarily expose themselves just aren't there. Is staying home. Yeah. <laughs> They're not there. You yeah. Okay, there. Yeah. Sorry, I got choked up a little bit. Yeah, thinking about thinking about racist people being on planes and <laughs> fighting in the stands fighting. at a Braves game. Yeah. yeah. She got a little choked up because. Airlines have stopped serving alcohol now. <laughs> I was upset about that. But I mean, I understand with, with the point we've I made here. I can't have a gin and tonic on the way to Tampa. I'm pretty sure you're the one that got choked up about not being able to have a gin and tonic. Mm. I'm always choked up when I can't have a gin and tonic. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, season three, which we need to catch up. I haven't watched. I think I've only watched the first couple episodes of season one. Yeah. And too. I've got like three friends who are like, have you watched Atlanta? Yeah. Will we, you watch Atlanta, please? We need to. We really need to. And. We, we enjoyed what we were watching and then we got sidetracked. So, um, yeah. So season three is going to be out at the end of March. Um, and then season four is already filmed and that's going to be the last one. They're done with it. That's something that we could like pick up, you know, on our down nights and stuff. And I think so. We could get caught up before season three releases. And w when are they releasing season four? Uh, season four, I don't think they've got a release date for oh, okay. yet. Uh, later in 2022 is what it says. Okay. Um, they were something else in this article that I was trying to say. Oh, Atlanta has not aired a new episode since May of 2018. Oh, okay. Glover said during the TCAs that he hopes FX will include a disclaimer before episodes that were written in 2019 that seemed to prophesize the events of 2020. Oh, God. Yeah. The world is extremely predictable. We really just knew yeah. how a lot of this stuff was going to pan out probably talking about Trump and all that stuff and cuz that was before the BLM like yeah. it was before all the BLM stuff so I think that's kind of what they Yeah, it's probably got to do with police brutality and riots and stuff like that. He says everybody needs to know that we wrote this in 2019. All the shit that's in there is actually just us being like, "Oh, this is how the cycle works." Yep. Um Glover also revealed that parts of season 4 changed since since the COVID-19 pandemic and Black Lives Matter movement. So, um yeah, they haven't had anything since pre-pandemic so there's and there are a lot of people um was it you or me or you that was sharing the thing that the person reviewed a movie or a tv show and they were like can't believe this uh it's 2020 and no one's wearing a mask no one's even mentioned the pandemic one star yeah <laughs> and they were like could it be possible this was written in 2019 and filmed in 2019 you idiot you fucking idiot um, but yeah, I'm, I think that's a good show to probably jump back into. Yeah, I'm pick in. up. I think you watched a few more than I did. Maybe I would rewatch. I'd need to probably just rewatch the whole thing though. Um, I remember like a convenience store, <laughs> and a parking lot, and a yeah. shootout, and that's about it. Yeah, yeah, that's what I remember. That's the very beginning of the show. Yeah, yeah, and I don't remember much past then. Um, let's see. Judge tosses Zimmerman's lawsuit case against Trayvon's parents. Hold on, pause before we get into this. I gotta pee. You gotta pee? Yeah. All right. I can't talk about this idiot with a full bladder. I'll just go off. I'll just piss myself <laughs> in rage. She's gonna rage piss herself. <laughs> <laughs> so much vitriol. So much anger. Guys, uh, a reminder that uh, I also stream on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Lopez Radio, uh, mainly Sundays and Wednesdays. I'm actually working right now to... Um, Try and figure out uh, a way to work this show into that a little more. 
uh, maybe do like one hour where I just sit around and talk about things in the news, um, things in pop culture. And, uh, you know, I've got a chat in there that you can join if you, if you're there, if you happen to be there and kind of treat them as the callers of the radio show. Right. Um, but that's kind of what I've got coming down the pipes. I'm working on trying to figure out. So there would be a visual element there, but I want to, I want to structure it in a way that it also comes across as a good podcast to hopefully at least get, I want to do more, uh, more episodes per week of the audio podcast, but it would be nice to have at least once a week, at least one hour talking with me and, in my chat about whatever's going on in the world. Um, and, uh, so I'm trying to, I'm trying to get that going. I'm also, uh, looking to, uh, get back into the beer brewing side of things. So it's, it's nice kind of what is old, uh, what is, what is old is new again, kind of type of situation. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just the constant struggle, right. Of when you want to create things and just knowing what that is and, and, and to be proud of it and stuff like that. Um, I've just been kind of working toward figuring all that out. Cause what I usually do on Twitch is play video games, um, and shoot the shit with chat. I don't play video games well, but, um, we have fun just kind of sitting around making fun of games and making fun of each other. Um, it's a lot like, it's a lot like this show, but we're playing video games. So if you kind of remember the days of, uh, sitting around with your friends while they were playing a game, uh, on the couch, it's very much that. And I kind of treat the place like a dive bar, right? You just come in, hang out. There's the usual suspects. There's the usual people that are there. Um, and it's, uh, it's a good time. So be sure to stop by and check it out and, and be on the lookout for, uh, some Lopez radio type situations going on there. Um, we're probably going to move on here in a second. Once uh, once Krista returns, we're going to talk about uh, Dave Chappelle uh, trying to get canceled. Not trying to get canceled, but people are trying to cancel Dave Chappelle over something that's a very big. Uh, that's being presented in a very uh, unethical way. I think. I I haven't even heard about it, so I think I, I don't want. I wonder how seriously to even take another Dave Chappelle attempted cancellation. So essentially, um, what's happening is uh, the 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 news story. This came out on February 9th, so it's it's a little old. Um, not quite two weeks. Uh, Dave Chappelle vows to pull investments from Yellow Springs, Ohio, if it doesn't nix an affordable housing plan. Um, sounds terrible, right? Like mm-hmm. I don't want affordable housing. I'm rich Dave Chappelle. Uh, I'm going to pull my my interest and my money out of this if you uh, if you go forward with this affordable housing plan. Um, let me just read this. It's actually a pretty pretty short um, article. An Ohio village shot down a residential development plan that included affordable housing after Dave Chappelle and other residents railed against the proposal. During a Monday night public hearing, the um, report said the comedian also threatened to yank his own business ventures, a restaurant and comedy club from the village of Yellow Springs. If it approved the housing plan, he says, I am not bluffing Uh, Chappelle, who lives uh, in Yellow Springs, told the village council, uh, I will take it all off the table. He added before abruptly walking away from the microphone. Following the pushback from Chappelle and others, the council voted to revert the original zoning plan that excluded affordable housing components, the report said. The approved plan includes 143 single-family homes, which will cost at least $300,000 each. Jesus. So you're like, so at that, at that first thing, you're like, wait a minute. 
How's that affordable housing, first of all? Mm-hmm. Um, the revised, this is the approved plan. Yes. Okay. Um, the revised proposal was struck down. that was struck down was made up of 64 single-family homes, 24 townhomes, 52 duplexes, and a donation from this company of 1.75 acres from the developer for future affordable housing. Oh, my God. Do you know how fucking big 1.75 acres is? Yeah. It's not big. Like how many houses are you fitting on one point seven five acres? Uh, comfortably, four, maybe. All right. Well, okay. So we see houses all the time that do their uh, lot size and square footage, mm-hmm. which is when you know that you're like, oh, I have a dog. That's not going to work. Right. Um. So if you are giving an eighth of an acre to each house, and you got one point seven five, I mean, maybe. Maybe twelve houses, maybe, maybe 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 sixteen at best. So the way and and I, I thankfully the New York Post that I'm reading this from has not framed. But affordable housing is usually apartment complexes, so remember that. Yeah, and so how many of those, like let's say, uh, just apartment built normal size, average size apartment buildings could like you fit it, on one point seven five acres? It depends on if you build up, right? So so two to three floors. So say three floors because they're going to try to get the most bang for their buck. Um, God, that just turns my stomach too. Anyone living above that can flood your place or burn your place down freaks me out. Um, God, I don't know. At that point, if you can triple what you put on the ground, too, you can. You can go to two hundred. Yeah. So the way it's being framed by by a lot of people is like Dave Chappelle doesn't want affordable housing in his in his community. Um, because you know he's he's a, he's a rich asshole, right? It's kind of how it's being framed by a lot of other outlets. Mm-hmm. Um, until you look and see that, oh no, it's a giant corporation that wants to build a shit ton. Twenty, what they is, want is a it? tax break. Sixty-four homes, twenty-four townhomes, and fifty-two duplexes, um, and one hundred forty-three single-family homes that will cost three hundred thousand dollars each, and they will donate graciously one point seven five acres. They want the tax break for right. one point seven five acres, which is not a lot of space that they can donate but they get the tax break for mm-hmm. uh 12 million dollar development right like so. it's so shysty mm-hmm. so when it, once you dig into more, it more than 12 million holy shit but <laughs> you know about? at this when this came out then it's, this was like of course sjw's all over the place dave Chappelle doesn't want poor people near him like it's kind of how it's being framed and you're kind of like what are you talking about all you have to do is read a couple of paragraphs deep and see that that is not the case. He knows that this is a bum deal yep. from this company. Um, and so, and it didn't even nix the whole project. I it just got rid of that provision where it's just kind of like, no dude, you can't like, you're not bringing, you're not br- like, he cares about his town. So you're not actually bringing anybody in that is cares about the town at all. Mm-hmm. You know, you just, this company wants to come in and just make a bunch of money and get the hell out. Oh, I can guarantee you with this kind of stuff, Dave Chappelle's the type of person that'll be like, Oh, you think I don't care about poor people? Like they're gonna they're gonna put me in a bad light about this. So I bet we see in the future, maybe it's something that would probably take time to develop, but I see Dave Chappelle going into land development too. <laughs> yeah. Um, a source close to Chappelle told the Daily Mail that a, that the comedian supports affordable housing but actually opposes both residential development plans in his hometown. Um 
yeah, it's it seems like uh, let's see. Chappelle has also objected to the original plan at the December council meeting. The report said he has yet to publicly explain his stance. According to zoning plans reviewed by the outlet, uh, part of the development may come close to Chappelle's thirty nine acre farm. And uh, the other thing I was reading about was um, how where they were building all this stuff was on a side of the county that would not benefit the town at all. Like it's it's it can still be within a county, but closer to this other town kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So it's like not really going to be bringing in anything to the economy there. Oh, it's kind of like we got, we got a caterpillar plant here and it pretty much contributes to the, it's in our county, but it contributes to the economy of the county next door. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of like that. So um, it just kind of, it's interesting because this all came off the heels of the Rogan, the Rogan thing, the Rogan cancellation attempt and stuff like that. That's been so weird to kind of look at too, to kind of just. I mean, it's, it's a, there's three sides to the story thing on all of these. Absolutely. Like it, every single time, you know, it, it's really after the Me Too movement, everybody wanted to jump to the right side of history every time a story like mm -hmm. anything, anything scandalous broke. And it's, hard to see that there's three sides to a story when somebody's sexually harassing and assaulting people. So yeah. um, it it primed the pump, so to say, I think, for people to get upset when they feel a, an injustice has been done. Yeah. And I think... Some of this stuff feels reaching, though. Some it of is it all... Like, all, anything that's not, like, uh, you know, anything that's victimless, for sure, is reaching. Like, and, and there's... I think, like you said, it's uh, unethical to present some of these things the way they've been presented without the full story, with a he with a attention grabbing headline only. I don't know how to sell newspapers otherwise. Like nobody sells new newspapers anymore because we're in digital age. But like, well, I don't it's know all the about, right like, answer. How, how many people can we get to retweet our story so that people click on it and go to our site? Like, yeah, it's very much that. Um, but just to see. You know, because when this broke, I was like, all right, let's just see how Twitter is at reacting. It's just tons of people you can tell just didn't even read yeah. into it and be like, oh, this is a shitty deal. I mean, and and we say that all the time, like that that's a that's a phenomenon that is unique to the digital age. But people just read newspaper headlines, too, and thought they knew what was going on Yeah, back in the day. Yeah, they uh, they really just I don't know. It, it's it's. That coming off of, you know, the fact that he's friends with Rogan, like anybody seemed like that. I guess that was a ten. I want to say I don't want to say anybody that was attached to Rogan, but they're such big targets. Yeah. Right. They're huge targets. So, of course, they're going to go and try to take them down um, because any like there's always backlash. Yeah. Any other comedian that's not well known that agrees with Rogan or agrees with Chappelle. They're just kind of like, well, who are you? Like, so. Well, and that's to say, like, I've stopped listening to Rogan. I don't enjoy it like I used to. Mm -hmm. Like, but that was even before. That was well before. Yeah, yeah, that was well before this cancellation thing. It was probably five years ago. Um, <laughs> so, I, I just, yeah. I, I mean, that is not to say that just because I don't listen to that show anymore, I kind of disagree with him on a lot of points. That I'm going to jump on the well, ban Rogan bandwagon either. Yeah, I think he's saying goofy shit and i think that people that take their medical advice from a comedian podcaster used to get people to eat bull dicks is probably a bad idea <laughs> um 
and that's not to say that, that when I did listen to him and he had doctors on, I wasn't like, hmm, wonder if there's anything to that. But it's, you have to kind of pick and choose your battle. You have to, it's, it's what your parents taught you growing up, man. You got to like learn what to listen to and learn what to let go of. Well, what kills me is there are people who are skeptical of actual news outlets. Yeah. That, that will take. But they're not the skeptical Joe Rogan of a comedian, yeah. at, at like at like face value, at serious value. Yeah, right? and th- there's like I, I had somebody the other day tell me I don't trust a thing the government wants me to do. If the government wants me to do something, not to have something, I want ten of them. I was like, I'm pretty sure you were in the army. Out of <laughs> pretty spite. sure you worked for the government for half your life. Yeah. Like out of spite, like you just, and, I want this because like, I'm not supposed to have it. Like, yeah, and I'm like, is there don't anything get me more wrong. Five year old than that. Yeah, it's. It's not to say that you can't learn the government is wrong in so many ways by working for them. It's just that very um, just black and white. I, don't, I can't think of another way to say it. I know I've said that a bunch of stuff, but it's, yeah. it's you know, the government has no longer got anything good it has ever done because I saw right. stuff I didn't like about it. Um it's, it's now it's, concrete, it's, right? Well, it's yeah. assigning like good and evil behavior to large entities that span hundreds of years that employ millions of people. <laughs> and you're just like, right. there's not an intention here, man. Well, <laughs> like, it, it's, it's it's money making. Like everybody's here to make money. That's it. Well, it's it's no different than people being like, well, you know how insurance is. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You know, when they say, oh, God, I'm dealing with this thing. And you know how insurance is. And everybody's like, yep, yep, I know, man. We're just a bunch of crooks. Well, and you say, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I hear that a lot. In fact, um, which th- there are. There are. I can't deny that. But at the same time, there's individuals. Every industry has its shitty people. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what's going to carry, right? Yeah, exactly. The, the bad, bad stories the, the bad carry. bad stories always carry. Well, and and you were saying, you know, people that think of news outlets skeptically, but don't question things like Rogan, people who think of the shot skeptically. Or shit that's just reposted on Facebook. Yeah, that, I mean, who who shared this? Oh, is that Russian at the bottom? Weird. Um, But there's people that that question the vaccine still, and they are just like, well, let's go to this extreme chiropractor who's going to extremely manipulate my spine. Mm-hmm. Um, I never met the guy. Should be fine, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I only get one spine. Let's break it. <laughs> there's a very, there's very much a, a disconnect from reality for some people. And you're just kind of like, well, I don't understand how this is okay. And this is not, yeah. um, there's no correlating there's nothing correlating to it and when you and and look yes rogan's had some had some guests that were just not good to have and he's even admitted that right in the past where he's like holy shit i had this guy on didn't really realize he was a raging white supremacist um (laughs) and and look i can't blame him for having a conversation with someone like i've i've sat down and talked to people that i don't agree with just because hi Dog is farting up a storm. Get out of here. Go on. Go on. Um, I've sat down and I've talked to people, maybe not on the podcast, but I've talked to folks that, uh, I'm sorry, I'm waving this. I'm trying to get <laughs> get the air out of here. Um, I've sat down and talked to folks before, uh, not necessarily on the podcast. I can't think of anyone I've had on the podcast where it's kind of like, I really don't agree with this person, but I'm having them on, which could be to the detriment of the podcast. I don't know, but I've sat down and I've talked to people that have ideas about the world that, I think are stupid as fuck. Yeah. Right. That I think are uh, not only not only sometimes racist, 
but just dangerous, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think there's I don't think there's anything wrong with trying to sit down and just hear that side of things, but it gets where it gets dangerous. And you and I have talked about this is where you give them a giant platform and you don't challenge them at all. Yeah, like if you just let them keep talking and then you're kind of like, okay. I definitely and, think you can't have somebody on. I think it. If you have a platform like his, it is your responsibility to know a little bit about the person you're about to interview. Just mm-hmm. a little. I mean, you don't have to be like their number one fan, but know enough about what they're going to come on and talk about that you can know enough about what your counterpoints or questions should be. Right. Like, and I mean, he's he's a fucking UFC com- commentator. He's a comedian. He's not, he never took on the responsibility of journalistic integrity. But <laughs> we're in a weird world where nobody's really stepped into this, where some rando guy's got an audience listenership of 15 million people. Like mm. Rush Limbaugh had that, you know, maybe not that many even. Ugh, he had a lot. He had a lot. Um, and, you know, his integrity is questionable at best. But I, I don't know. I still feel like it's i don't know it goes, I, don't, I don't know whose responsibility it is to draw the line and be like can you please challenge some of these insane ideas like that come up on your podcast well, either it, way because he challenges people on the left's crazy ideas which is good sure i think that's wonderful i think he, everybody's crazy ideas should be checked yes exactly but do it to both sides do it to both sides and it kind of goes to show you where this is a dude who has a podcast and is a stand-up comedian and does UFC and does like he he kind of prides himself on look at all this stuff I do yeah in my waking hours, but that can also be to your detriment because you don't have anybody like that's that's kind of the difference in a in a radio show or a TV show where you have producers that can screen all this stuff and, and be I'm like sure hey you- by the way this person uh is very racist so you might want to be ready for that or this person is kind of a bullshitter so you might want to be ready for that. Um, you know, as he said on some of his apology videos, he's like, I book all these people myself. I do all the preparation myself. Like there's merit to that, which is like, yeah. oh, it's a one man show. Awesome. But there's also like a, Hey man, you're kind of a big deal now. It might be worth having someone, um, that, that is, that is vetting this stuff before it's it kinda, gets to you. On a, on a micro level, I would say it's kind of like when you have a bakery where you hand make every cookie and right. then your orders start flooding in and you can't keep up with orders. 100%. It is worth hiring people to help you hand make cookies at that point. <laughs> and I can't exactly feel bad for someone like Joe Rogan um, that just got $100 million from Spotify. He can easily hire someone. Pretty sure Jamie would take a six-figure salary to help him produce. I'm pretty sure he already does. Yeah, exactly. But just hire, and uh, I'm sure there you, you have a limitless amount of people that would be happy Joe Rogan, to be that person. I will literally do the research on every single interview you have, and I'll give you a few questions, like many questions for you to choose from that would be challenge talking points amidst your normal bullshit. All you got to do is pay me 175 k a year. How's that sound? Yeah. I'll do it. Full-time. Um, Full-time employee right here. That's right. Whenever you need. <laughs> Anything. Whenever you need me. I, I've got a background in research. I do. I will find a way into a JSTOR. <laughs> I can Google the fuck out of a person. <laughs> I can right? do that too. I can read a lot. I might I might even uh, delegate some of this responsibility with my uh, my good salary here. I, I might have room to <laughs> I help. might hire my own person. I might. Well, no. no, no I'll <laughs> let you vet. I'll let you vet who I hire. But, I, you know, we'll work it out. But, you know, that's not to say that, you know, he needs to be 
canceled. Like no. that's the thing is like I don't feel like it's right. I think he said a bunch of dumb stuff that I don't agree oh, with. Fuck yeah! Like he said sexist things plenty of times sexist, where I'm just like racist Jesus. Thing. Like all kinds of stuff. But yeah. he's also a comedian, and I know that, that I'm not excusing the, his use of words or anything like that. But you and I sat and talked about it one night, and I was like, look. I don't think he should be canceled for it, but he's put it out there, so now he has to be accountable for it. Yeah, and oh, he has I, to be able to speak to it, is what I said. I, I kind of forgot about that situation just because I didn't dig into it very far. Um, because I, I just Joe Rogan's made the news so much. I they just made even, a greatest hits compilation of all the times he dropped the N bomb, yeah, basically. God, that, yeah, that was bad. <laughs> or said racist jokes. But like he had been in the news so much even before that that I was just like, I don't care anymore. Right, like, I don't care. Yeah. Um, but it, yeah, that is. We talked a lot about that, actually, that one night. I forgot about that. Yeah, I, I just don't Ugh. think it's... I think that it's one of those, like, he needs to be able to speak to it, but I don't think... Coming from a world, uh, you know, in radio where people got fired regularly for saying stupid shit or saying things that were jokes and, and taken seriously by the wrong people, right? Um, I feel like you can, you can enact change... Like a lot of the people that are mad are not the people that are listening ever, right? Uh, yeah, that's and a lot that's of that's another problem, right? Like, it's like, well, all you have to do is not turn it on. Like, if enough people don't turn it on, guess what? Spotify will terminate the contract or not, or just let that contract play out. That's the way ratings work for TV shows. That's the way ratings work for radio shows. I like, mean, a lot of if people, no one's listening, watching, then there's why would they give you any money? Well, and that, a lot of people forget that's the way things work for everything. Like if your restaurant sucks, people aren't going to come in and eat the food. Mm -hmm. Like if your wait staff's rude, people will stop coming. You can if, be the nicest fucking person in the world too. Yeah. I mean, Doesn't like it, retail, like if you're, if the people that run your retail floor are rude, like people will stop coming. Like, and then in the same vein, if you're a crap customer and you're rude to all the retail people, that it's you that's the problem if that store's still open 15 years later and yeah. you stopped going a while back <laughs> like, i mean go to any town usa what does your mall look like right now yeah like that's when the people stop showing up there's no financial interest there and that's why places you know that's why companies leave yeah you know there's a reason why sears is shut down like you're talking about like big companies right but you need big numbers to keep those big companies going. Mm -hmm. um, it's the same. It's you apply the same thing to. Don't pay your CEO three hundred eighty times your average worker. Right. That'll help. That's that's one thing. Um, oh, you such know, waste. If you want to have people that are that are that have pride in what they do. Pay them like that's just the way it kind of goes. <laughs> yeah, we had somebody in our life that uh, yesterday, just yesterday, say, "Well, you know, nobody wants to work right now." <laughs> I told you there were a couple other things that were said where I bit. I'm pretty sure I tasted copper the second it came out of their mouth. Nobody, nobody wants to work. It's yeah, like, shut up. Shut Just up. shut up. Uh, um, yeah. So, but there's there's no reason to just be like, all right. I think you should just cancel this person. I think it's just look. If people are listening to him, why Spotify has no reason to drop him, and if they were to drop him. Guess what? They know someone else is going to pick them up and make all that money. Well, I mean, and I think that there's a place where a company can weigh their own risks. Like, yeah. I, I think the term and that's what they did. Canceled is stupid. It's dumb. It's stupid. It's something that was created by I think I'm pretty sure the right wing media just to put a a dumb chirp next to actions of yeah. you know social just, social justice words. They love buzzwords that basically reduce ideas to silly things reduce yeah. big all-encompassing hard to understand ideas to silly things um 
and that's a, that's the way they undermine like big movements. Well, canceling it, canceling though, like to me, it a cor- a corporation will find their monetary and their their incentive, whether it's going to work for them or not. And if somebody's a liability to their platform, they're gone. <laughs> well, here's your perfect example. Yeah. Neil Young's like, I'm taking all my music off, and they were like, yeah. Bye. Yeah, <laughs> like, and, uh, they, they probably they, what they do they they pull up they pull up easily pull up the how many listens do we have on Neil Young how many listens do we have on Joe yeah. Rogan goodbye Neil Young like yeah it's just, I mean they're gonna do that Carly Simon did it too right uh was it Carly Simon there was someone else that did it uh, uh, uh might be right wrong uh Joni Mitchell Joni Mitchell sorry Joni Mitchell sorry yeah um I mean and you know if enough people support I mean the the Rock. But it's all walked people. himself back on his comments right. to Rogan, like, and 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 you know what? That's how being a human is. Yeah, like you say things until you figure out, oh, that's not right. Yeah, never mind. Let me like. People are allowed to change their mind. People are allowed to um, to change and become better people. I think that too, and that's why I, you know, not to defend what he said in the past by any means, but I do think. Anytime anybody pulls a video from 20 years ago and tries to use that to ruin somebody's life, that's it's a little bit done in bad faith. Because if you're not, if they're not doing it like, you know, recently (laughs) or in association with anything, and that's not to say that, again, victimless stuff is where I'm like, come on, man, like people change, people, people change. Yeah. Honestly, a lot of the, a lot of those clips that were pulled up, he's already, apologize for yeah he's we, already been he's already expressed several times over i feel terrible about the way that went like i, I think, don't think that i did that the right way that was very unsavory on my part and when they show like when you see that clip they're like oh look at this thing that joe rogan said or look at this thing that so-and-so said and you see it's in that really really old uh when they were still doing the podcast at his house before you even had a yeah. had a uh studio and you're like all right this is like at the very beginning of things and he's clearly not like I don't know. I just do. I think Joe Rogan is racist. No, I don't, because I've seen, I've read articles on Vice and stuff like that, which Vice is kind of turned into a salon magazine. Yeah, like, I agree. Um, but where it's just kind of like, if you think Joe Rogan should still continue on um, doing his show, then you're just as racist as he is. I hate that. If you're not with us, you're against us. Shit, though. Like again, there's three sides. Like, I really don't think Joe Rogan's a racist dude. I don't. I and I don't know. I I don't know. I don't feel like he is. I don't feel that's not the first thing I think of for sure. Like if you if you go, Pastor Greg, you think he likes black people? I'm probably not gonna be like no, <laughs> probably. <laughs> but not. he's gonna tell you he loves him. <laughs> um, <laughs> is he gonna have him over for dinner? Probably not. <laughs> I think. I think it's not for me to decide if he is or not. I, I can make some gut call. Not Pastor Greg. Um, I can make some <laughs> gut calls thinking, on some shitty people, I but just, I was just thinking if. The, the six witches that Greg Locke were talking about, if there was just six black people in his Oh my audience. gosh. <laughs> or the one gay guy he was tempted by. Uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> you think, <laughs> all right, you witch, I know dicks are delicious. <laughs> you can't convince me that dicks are delicious. <laughs> <laughs> to go back to an old Rogan bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, with, I can make some gut calls on some shitty people, of course, but I don't, I don't think Rogan is an inherently bad person. I think he is silly nowadays, and I think he's been led down the same silly uh, conspiracy theory path that he was always on. 
It's just the stakes got higher in the last five years. Yeah. Um, and I, I can't stay on that path with him and like laugh about Bigfoot anymore, unfortunately, because this is real shit that's going to affect my kid because we're like demolishing democracy here. Yeah. And I think um, too, we're, um, with the conspiracy theories, I mean, not by like, yeah. And Rogan's not without his faults. And he, there's some things that Rogan's always done that have driven me crazy. Even when I was, a, you know, a big listener to the show well, where it was just kind of like, at the time, because the show wasn't, as, it was a big show for a podcast, but it wasn't as big as it is now. I mean, you know, he would do things like if he read something, he just, that was gospel to him until it, he, yeah. until he read something different. And at the time you're kind of like, all right, usually it was about psilocybin or, or, or pot or something like that. But he just kind of held on to that kind of, um, to that kind of quality about himself going into like pandemic and, you know, all this other stuff where you're kind of like, the first thing you got a hold of was skepticism about a vaccine. Right. Like, yeah. yeah. But I mean, he's vaccinated, so maybe not. Um, is he? I, I didn't think he did. No, he's vaccinated. Is he? Okay. Yeah. Not, maybe. I don't think he is. I think he is. Mm. I think he is. Look it up. But I was going going back to what I was saying, though, mm. about, you know, you said you don't think he's a racist. I would, I have to lean on the people he surrounds himself with, which are Dave Chappelle and... Um, you know, like I can't think of anybody else because I'm a horrible person, but I, I mean, I trust them to tell me if right. there were concerns there, like other, you know, leaders in the community of comedians and voices of our generation. So, yeah, I just, is Dave Chappelle part of our generation or the one before us? I he's, think he's the one before okay. us. He's a I think his voice bleeds into our generation for sure, though. It does. I. Th it's kind of. It kind of goes along with that. That discussion of. Um, hear that buzzing? Mm -hmm. What is that? What is that buzzing? I don't know. I'm not the sound engineer here, buddy. Hello. Okay. I don't know what's causing that. What do you call that when you just smack something and make it work? <laughs> just, I don't know. There's a word for it. Field engineering. Well, no, that's not. <laughs> it. Uh, Manual manipulation or something like that. Um, but no, it's kind of along the lines of of is is a song, right? So if you're talking about, oh, this is a millennial hit or this is a Gen X hit, the song isn't about the age of the artist. It's about the the when the artist hit, right? Yeah. So Chappelle hit in that Gen millennial. X millennial like gap right there. I don't know many Gen Xers that are like Chappelle show. Chappelle show was. I thought that was us, but well, I guess that we're the we're the top end of millennials, so maybe right. it is more Gen X. Okay, yeah, yeah. So it's it's yeah. I would say he's of this generation. His, his the pop culture that surrounds him is of this generation. Yeah. I wouldn't say he himself is of this generation. Okay, because he's almost fifty, right? I feel like yeah, he's fifty something. Okay, um, but I'd say the same thing about Rogan. Like it's 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 when all when when all this hits, obviously. He resonates with he's he's what fifty eight fifty nine something. Oh, like is that? he that old? I thought I don't he was know. like just hit fifty a few years back. Maybe fifty five ish now. Uh, no, Rogan age fifty four fifty four, and then Chappelle age forty eight. Wow, Chappelle's okay. younger than I thought. Yeah, well, he started doing comedy when he was like fourteen or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Rogan is not vaccinated, by the way. Oh, okay. 
he confirmed that when he was when he had Sanjay Gupta on. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's. I thought he was one of those many many Fox pundits that's totally vaccinated and then rails against it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All those people that Greg Locke probably vaccinated. Uh, yeah. Like, Donald Trump is definitely got vaccinated. all these assholes and witches coming into my tent. I yeah. got to be vaccinated. Tucker Carlson is absolutely vaccinated. Greg uh, Abbott absolutely vaccinated. Was a dummy. DeSantis absolutely vaccinated. Yeah. Just all these people trying Trump. to get people killed. Trump. Oh, I said Trump. Oh, you just said Trump. Yeah. Okay. All these people trying to get people killed, and they're like, "But I'll be here. It's okay." Mitch McConnell got vaccinated like second because he was like, "Turtles got to survive." No, well, <laughs> no one wants to take the chance and, and stand by their words, especially when you're a politician, right? Like, why would you stand by your words? Because, well, just in case, it's like, but you're not. Just in case you don't want anyone else to just in case, like I do have to qualify too. I didn't research if any of those people are vaccinated. That is my speculation for sure. Uh, yeah, <laughs> because they're all into talking out of both sides of their mouths, pieces of shit. I mean, what it comes down to, and what the past forever should tell you, but especially the past four or five years should tell you, is they're just. And I say this with politicians and people in in the public eye. They're going to tell you whatever keeps you happy with them. Whatever keeps their base, I should say, happy with them. Keeps them one step ahead of re-election. Keeps them one step, like securing those votes or just securing the viewers in, in a Tucker Carlson case. Like, I mean, we're, we're... Like, if he were to start talking about the opposite end of what he's been talking about, like, people would be gone in no time. I mean, Donald Trump started telling people to get the vaccine and he got... Started getting booed. booed and got really really turned on um you got I really think, turned on oh uh, yeah <laughs> gross i didn't think anything <laughs> anything would get his base riled up against him no. i i didn't think it was possible i thought he really could shoot somebody in Times square and, and nobody would give base. a damn um you know we were talking about you know they'll say anything to get reelected. i mean we're proving that we're a year almost into we're over a year into this Just new over. administration yeah. and nothing that got said on the campaign trail is happening. Yeah, so, pretty much. I mean, we're we're not waking up every day to a new panic attack, which is nice. But I mean, none of the political promises came through at they've, all. They've gone back to doing everything behind the curtain. Yeah. Which, uh, you can appreciate. Oh, and World War Three is creeping again. Yeah. Well, which you can appreciate and be terrified of at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like. I'm know. wondering if we're going to get every two years a new World War Three threat now. Well, the doomsday clock is always ticking closer and closer, isn't it? I believe so, yeah. How how far away is it? Like a half minute? Where's the doomsday clock right now? Uh, let's see. Uh, the current setting for the doomsday clock as of 2021 is just 100 seconds to midnight. I don't know how they do this, by the what way. What does that mean? It's kind of a... It's It's like a general state of things right how close are we to ending the world is what basically what the doomsday clock is saying so 100 seconds sounds bad 100 seconds doesn't sound good <laughs> um the doomsday clock is reset each january remains uh at 100 seconds to midnight for the third year in a row <laughs> that's so got to be climate change though yeah i mean we've been screwing like we and we're making no steps to fix the climate when they told us like Six years ago, we had 12 years to make significant changes and we haven't done anything. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, let's see. I think in 2022, it was also set to 100 seconds. We uh, 
We gotta wrap this up though. Does okay. time not move? No, it doesn't. It's a flat circle. Time doesn't move. Guys, thanks for being here today. I really appreciate it. I know we got a little dark there at the end, but I mean it's just the way the world is. Um but we talked about Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I would say see it. If you got Netflix, I mean, you're not losing anything. You can always turn it off. Yeah, you can. It sucks. It. If, if you stuck through Malignant, you'll, you'll enjoy Texas Man Chainsaw Massacre. Um, so that could be a what to watch. Also, Peacemaker would be a good what to Peacemaker watch. Peacemaker is fantastic. And it ended really well. I love it. Well, I, the ending is interesting. I liked it. Very interesting. I liked it. Um, essentially, uh, if you like stuff James Gunn does, which would be things like Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, I believe he had a hand in part of the last Justice League, right? I, um, they brought him in to help with that, I think. Yeah, maybe. Um, I'll have to look into that. But Ooh. Guardians is like the big thing. But essentially, it's just James Gunn being given a lot of money to do James Gunn shit. <laughs> yeah, you had somebody tell you that, and it was really spot on. Um, I thought of another really good potential horror director if they ever wanted to dip their toe in that genre. Sure. Taika. Taika Waititi, oh, he would do a great horror Because, I mean, he did what we did in The Shadows, which is wonderful, mm-hmm. is very funny, but, oh, I bet Taika could go dark. Well, well and clearly he can do semi-emotional, uh, you know, mm-hmm. types of Jojo Rabbit. Like Jojo, Jojo Rabbit Ra- is fantastic. If you have not watched Jojo Rabbit, I'm throwing that on watch. what to watch, because good googly moogly, like, is so good. And Jordan Peele does have a new movie coming out this year called Nope. It looks terrifying. We did see that. We watched the preview. preview. Oh, yeah. yeah. Go watch the Nope ter- uh, Nope preview. The Nope trailer would be good. Um, we're also on Ozark right now. Oh, and yeah. then we talked about starting Atlanta. So yeah. there's plenty of stuff to watch out there. There's probably almost too much stuff to watch. Don't listen to us. Listen to your brain and heart and go for it. We can't keep up. We can't keep up with any of it. Mm-mm. But uh, we have a child to go wake up from a nap. And she uh, slept so good. Yay. She did. She allowed <laughs> us to record a podcast. Appreciate you guys being here. Um, we'll be back very soon with more Lopez Radio. Maybe even a check out my rack Uh-oh. to check out. Uh, at Lopez Radio for all social media. And you can check me out on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Lopez Radio, mostly on Sunday and Wednesday nights. We play some video games. We talk some shit. We'll see you there. Guys, have a great week. Bye.